This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is the program called Your Time to Shine. It's all about Reiki and self-love. And it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Celine Harlow, who is the host of this program. How are you going, Celine? I'm very good. How are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. And uh, it seems to be such a long time since we last spoke. Absolutely. What have you been doing? I have been working hard. I'm actually really busy at the moment. I'm teaching Reiki to tomorrow. It's great. So it's going great. <coughs> Just remind our listeners what Reiki and self-love is all about. The show. What you do. What I do. Well, yep. I am on a mission to help women stand in their truth and in their power. Mm-hmm. And so the tools that I work with are Reiki, so energy healing, yeah. um, theta healing, which is belief work, meditation, and breath work. Interesting. You've never said that before. You're here to help women. You're not here to help men either? I'm here to help men as well, but I'm, I have more experience with women, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and we have a special guest in the studio. Uh, I'd like you to introduce our guest. Absolutely. Well, it happens to be my beautiful and awesome husband, Richard Gannon. Hi, Richard. Hello. <laughs> Why don't you start by introducing yourself? Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on the radio before. Uh, yeah, I'm Celine's husband. Um, I... Yeah, I'm a Hawke's Bay local. I've, I grew up in, uh, in Hawke's Bay. Um, I produce videos for businesses and, and I cover events, anything from weddings to expos to funerals. Awesome, absolutely. Cool. So um, the reason why we brought here, you here in the studio today is because, um, well, I realized something the other day and it is that Whenever I go to a meditation event or whenever I do a Reiki course or Theta Healing or whatever, the majority of the people here in the course or in the event or in the workshop are women. Mm. And I'm wondering why that is. So obviously I'm not really qualified to talk about why men seem to be less attracted to that kind of event. So that's why I brought my husband here. What do you think about that, Richard? Well, I think generally speaking, men... Uh, I mean, for I think for a long time, have been discouraged to uh, express their feelings, to express uh, vulnerability to to their friends, to their peers, to to the people around them. They're seen as um, the stereotype of being the you know the strength of the family, the provider, the um, the emotionally uh, stable. Um, that that really has has to be that strength, and it's kind of I guess fe- still feels a little bit stuck in that role. Whereas even um, even just the subject of looking after yourself, I, I have still many friends who um, won't use sunblock, um, even though they're out in the sun, because you know it's not it's not manly to look after <laughs> yourself. It's seen as masculine, a masculine to um, to take care of yourself and to so, get a sunburn. Uh, to get a sunburn, I mean, you know, I guess a tan looks nice, but uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's other factors that um, that, that can hmm. can go on with that sort of uh, treatment of your body so i think it's, it's just really um how men are um certainly not all men there's there's definitely exceptions and i'm not necessarily necessarily saying that the majority have that have that sort of mm-hmm. mentality of not wanting to look after themselves but it's it's certainly in my mind and and in the minds of of the people around me 
Well, I think it's interesting that you say vulnerability when you talk about being sensitive. And I'm wondering why women are more allowed to be sensitive and why when you come you know, to men, you associate sensitivity with vulnerability when you talk about a man. You're wondering why I connect those two things, sensitivity and vulnerability? Yes. I guess when I talk about sense sensitivity i'm i'm talking about emotional sensitivity more than other types i guess um yeah i guess men have men have been for hundreds maybe thousands of years discouraged from being being sensitive towards things you know the um even the way that the way they might i don't have children myself but from what i've observed um, the way they might raise the children as opposed to how the the women of the family would raise the children you know more of a the men might have more of a strong hand and might have more of a sort of a, you know, I guess hard lessons perhaps um, than a mother would be more sort of nurturing and caring where the, the father comes and stereotypically can be more um, just, I guess, more strong about it and more sort of, no, this is the way it is. These are the hard things about life and you have to work and you have to, you know, yada, yada, yada. You have to do all these things that are, that are hard in life and life's not so... Um, um, full of rainbows, as your mother might tell you, kind of thing. Um, perhaps that's just my experience, um, or perhaps the experience of some of the people around me. Uh, mm. But um, yeah, it just seems. I'm not sure if I've really answered your question there, but you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am trying. Would you consider yourself to be a like a, a sensitive new age guy? I definitely am um, new age um, and and sensitive, yes. But I do have quite. I do. Have, I still have quite a shell. I do have a shell that I sit in and I, I am, I feel quite protected, I guess. I've protected myself energetically or uh, emotionally from, from certain ways of the world that, that sort of, uh, I guess I've gotten used to and developed a, you know, a callus for. <laughs> Not that I will put Celine in a box, but, um, I, w- I might suggest that because Celine is, uh, involved in, should we say, alternative health practices complimentary complimentary that's right <laughs> complimentary and alternative <laughs> but right. you might also right, be involved in that, that sort of thing uh involved certainly i've benefited from uh the um from treatments from celine um so you're a believer i am open-minded i, I believe does that, that mean you're a believer or i'm not sure what being a believer really means there ken um well <laughs> and, and you're open-minded about it so but not a believer. Can those two things go together or not? I believe that we we can convince ourselves to believe whatever we like. Yeah. Whether that's believing in in, in nothing or or believing in just science or believing in uh, believing that science none of science is real and it, it's all about spirituality and energy. I I would never expect to get. Uh, <clears throat> A good perspective on the universe, on on life, from one teaching, from one book, mm. Uh, mm. from one perspective. I, I think it's important to take value from from many many different perspectives yeah. and from many different uh, from many different teachings. Whether it's Buddhism or any sort of religion, I wouldn't certainly take all of it and say, "Okay, this is me." I'm a Buddhist, I wouldn't say that, but uh, there certainly are teachings from the Buddhist philosophy that have value in my life. 
Um, almost how a politician would answer that question, Richard, isn't that? Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, I think that was a compliment. Celine, <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying that uh, there is a gender bias um, probably towards your industry, for want of a better word, and I'm not surprised. Are you surprised that there's a gender bias? I'm annoyed, to be honest. I grew up, you know, with a dad who was um, really... Um, you know, expressing his emotions really openly. Mm. And when I grew up, I realized that most boys in my class were just not that way, and I was wondering why. And, you know, now I got married to someone who's a really, you know, open to expressing himself as well. And I'm still wondering why men in general are not that way. So answer my question, Ken. <laughs> well, I don't think they're not that way because they don't probably give much thought to what you're doing. Uh, just to sort of clarify that, I just did a, an interview with Bhavna, who has a program mm-hmm. on mindfulness, and she recently had a retreat, which was for 20 people, and she sold out, 20 people turned up, but only one guy turned up. And I said to her, well, why do you think that is? And what we ended up probably agreeing on, because it was my, my the point that I made, is that probably most women are more geared up to being in touch with their inner selves, more prepared perhaps to explore alternative or complementary mm. um, uh, practices. Would you agree with that? Okay, well, I think I could answer that question, Ken. At some stage, somebody said to me, um, if I can get the quote correct, that um, in a relationship, obviously, um, normally, obviously, you have different types of relationships now with, um, you know, could be two men, could be two women, but in a, in a, in a I guess, stereotypical old-fashioned relationship with a man and a woman mm-hmm. the, the you know the masculine the, the, the man sort of the the women want to i guess improve their husband they want they want <laughs> i guess they see a man and they <laughs> say okay he's a, he's a good he's a good man he's a great man i you know i want to marry him or whatever it might be or, or be in a relationship with him and you know i can get him to be this get him to be more or you know to kind of help him improve whereas a man sees a woman and goes wow she's amazing i don't want her to ever change <laughs> so i guess from i'm not sure if that statement's necessarily true it's just something someone said to me but it resonated with me in in, in a way that kind of i think i guess whereas yes yes i do kind of want my wife to stay the same and in, in, in a lot of ways certainly i wanted to be youthful and <laughs> and 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 coming out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she will, but you know, I, I enjoy how she is now, and I enjoy, um, you know, what she expresses now. And it's, um, I think, generally, certainly the way I used to think. Um, I'm obviously more open-minded to to different sort of ways of thinking now, but it's it's sort of a thing of that maybe men are happy just to um, sit and watch the football game and. And go to work and come home and and maybe they get bored sometimes maybe they're unhappy sometimes but maybe maybe they are more okay with that with that things staying the same they don't want things to change because maybe they think it'll get worse or maybe they think that um, it won't be something they'll enjoy the, the mm. new reality they might create uh, whereas women uh, perhaps see things in a, in a different way where they see oh this can improve in this way um, perhaps that's why we have a a female um, uh, prime minister. Mm-hmm. I, I, I too have heard that uh, old-fashioned saying that you said that women uh, come across a guy much like yourself and they think, oh, I I want him to change. And you look at Celine and you say, I hope she never changes. But sadly, the truth of the matter is that you will never change. 
And you will change. I don't agree. I think that Richard has changed a lot since we met. But I'm wondering why, you know, if you have that stability in your life, if you're providing for your family and you have a regular job, you know, what happens if that is taken away from you when you suddenly lose your job? And I recently had a third eye healing session with a man and he had just lost his job and he was finding himself, you know, having to be supported by um, his wife, you know, something that he had never learned in his life. That sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) How did you do it? Well, he had a really hard time because obviously he had been raised in this mindset, you know, I have to be the breadwinner. I have to, you know, support everyone in my family. And if that doesn't, if I can't manage to do that, then I'm not a real man. Yes, well, of course, that goes back generations and you'll never change it. However, uh, myself, I mean, I'm an old school guy and I certainly wouldn't mind if my wife could earn more than I could and I had to stay at home. Would you mind that? That that would be fine with me. (laughs) I I certainly would not have a problem with that. And I I can't understand how guys would. But I know that when I was growing up that my father, and if if he was still alive, he would still have the same belief that a woman's place was in the home. Men should be out working Women should be in the home looking after the kids. And in fact, if women weren't working, there would be more jobs for men. Life would be much better at home because kids would have someone to come home to from school. No daycare. What do you say to that? That would be true, wouldn't it? Or or if you were working in riches at home, one of you should be at home. I don't agree with that. And I think that, you know, um, waking up in the morning and making breakfast for everybody and then, you know, having to clean after them and, you know, um, spending your day cleaning after people and, um, you know, making the beds and everything and doing the washing. It's an unsatisfying life. Well, it's a job, though, isn't it? I mean, it, it has to be done. It is definitely a job and it definitely needs to be done. But I don't see why, you know, you would put everything on one person, you know, whether it it's a man or a woman and you know and that one person has to carry everything that's just really boring sure well this is where gender bias comes in though isn't that i think there's an expectation from most guys and that is that uh, you celine you will be taking care of doing the washing whatever hanging, <laughs> hanging it up bringing it in doing the ironing making the meals is that not what happens at your place no i'm very much for a half half so, you know, I do half of the, the chores and I do the chores that I generally like yeah. and Richard will do the other half. She'll, she'll generally um, sweep up some mess and then she'll leave half the pile for me to come back and get. That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> no, that's not true. What, what about your expectation of, uh, of a home situation? Maybe slightly different because you don't have children, do you? We don't. Yeah, I was going to clarify that we don't mm. have children. So, right? so what if you did have children? What if would that did? put a different uh, perspective? How, how can we imagine that universe? <laughs> <laughs> but what if but you did have children? Would that put a different perspective on this gender bias that either one of you would, in the main, be at home for at least the first couple of years while your little one is growing up before you put them in daycare and carry on with your lives? Who would, who would it be? Would it be you staying home, Richard, or would it be you, Celine? Honestly, I think you're talking about an, an alternate universe. I have no way of imagining <laughs> this into my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that um, you know people who are actually parents would would uh, would agree that it, it would change our um, perspective on a lot of things. That it's, it's very hard to imagine um, from from this side of it. Um, but I, I think I enjoy the ideal of this half and half that Celine talks about. Um, I say ideal because it's not always possible that way and it's not every day that i my personal opinion it's not every day the best way to do things or the best way to split 
tasks. What um, about the family that you came from? If we wind the clock back a generation, what about your parents? What was what happened in their house? Well, <laughs> that's a, that's a very interesting story. But um, well, my parents separated when I was uh, maybe um, twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten, twelve. Okay. So. Um, yeah, it was... But up until that time, there was a stereotypical up, up house? In, yeah, up until that time, I, essentially, Dad went to work. Yeah. Mum, Mum looked after the kids, yeah. Mm. Okay, what so about that, you, Celine? That, that did happen for Same for in us. your house? It was the same, yeah. Yeah, so you guys are well out of the norm. You're not normal. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> I realised in my family that it wasn't working for my parents, and neither of them was happy. I mean, no, my dad was just working pretty much six or seven days a week, mm-hmm. and my mom was working seven days a week, you know, doing things that she didn't really enjoy, and she felt that she was putting her needs, you know, last after the husband, after the kids. Mm. And um, at some point, she just decided she was done with it, and she left. Yeah, because life got in the way of her aspirations. Yeah, and it just wasn't working, and she was just done. <laughs> Doesn't that happen to most people there? But they don't let it get on top of them. That they, you know, sort of stuff it out. Is that what happens or not? I agree. It, it does happen. And I'm, and you know, in my work, I'm saying, well, it doesn't have to be this way, and it can be really easy. Yeah. You know, and I think that it's possible for you to put your own needs first at all times, and it's possible for you to be in touch with your emotions and still be a man or a woman. Yeah. Well, I don't suppose there's any denying that, but uh, in a sort of a Maybe a New Zealand environment. Is that how you find it? You can put your, you can just put your emotions, you put your heart on your sleeve and be out there. Is that what you do? Um, it's not so much what I do. Uh, I think I think it is possible in, in a lot of contexts and in and in, in, in New Zealand life, and certainly, you know, Hawke's Bay is quite quite an open sort of you know people are open to, to new ideas and to I new mean, really, ways do you of really being. think so or is uh, that what you well like certainly not not as not as new as maybe san francisco or yeah. um places in europe where people are you know li- more liberal or certainly about sexuality and yeah. um homosexuality and and uh, you know all the all the things that are sort of coming out as being as being normal now are we really um, more liberal about it or are we expected to be liberal about it by uh, new age people coming along and making it politically correct to be okay about it. Are you okay about it because you really are okay about it, Richard, or because it's expected of you? And if you said, hey, I don't agree with this, that someone's going to actually say, hang on, buddy, <laughs> you know, you're going to be ostracized because you come across. Is that how it could be? I, I think I'd like to think that, I, that, I'm, that I'm never okay with things just because it's politically correct. Um, yeah, I'd like to stand on the on the side of truth and be like, oh, hang on, okay, ten million people maybe think this, but I disagree. So no, I don't think so. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I certainly try to have the strength to come up and and, and have that voice. Yeah, um, it's not always uh, it's not always safe to do so. <laughs> I mean, we, when you look at our society from when certainly when I was a boy, it's, it's changed, hasn't it? Yeah, you mentioned uh, sexuality there. Um, our parents or our grandparents will be horrified probably <laughs> at the way the world has gone. I mean, do you think everything that's happened in the last, say, 10 years with regard to sexuality is where it should be at? Um, I, I think we've gone on a, um, in, in regards to sexuality, of, um, especially with men, um, you know, we've gone on a, on a bit of a tangent um, away from what, what's probably the healthiest uh, journey. Just about out of time. Just recap for us, uh, if you wouldn't mind, Celine. Gender bias in the self-development industry. Why is there a gender bias? I think because guys because don't believe it. 
I think they don't try it, and I think it's um, because men have closed off their hearts and are not open to, are not in touch with their emotions, mm. and therefore not interested. And why why well, do you think that is, though? I think it's fear. Fear of being seen <laughs> to be a sensitive new age guy. Or of being vulnerable yeah. or authentic. Yeah. If we want to get hold of you for any reason whatsoever to talk about uh, Reiki, self-love, gender bias, <laughs> how, do, how do we do that? So the easiest way is to go to my website. So it's mydawninglight.com or to um, call me or send me a text on 22 And why don't you give yourself a plug, Richard? You're a, a filmographer. Yes, thank you again. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, my website is www.richardgannon.com. I'm also on Facebook under Gannon Productions. Um, you can give me a call if you need a video made, 022 647 we got our phone numbers at the same time, so they're very similar. <laughs> <laughs> As always, our pleasure to talk to you. Uh, good to have you in the studio today, Richard, and we look thank forward you. to talking to you again. And Celine, as always, our pleasure. Thank you, Ken. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project.